0: All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. The problem with extra credit. The problem with extra credit. My friends, this week week marked the 500th anniversary of a world-changing event. On October 31st, 1517, a German professor by the name of Martin Luther challenged the Christian church. The issue for Luther was what he saw as clerical abuse. The problem for Luther was religious exploitation. Priests were selling what were known as indulgences or certificates of forgiveness. Religious authorities could confer indulgences to those who sought repentance for their sins, people who feared that they might end up trapped in purgatory for misdeeds in this world or people who feared a family member might be trapped in the underworld for an evil act they could go to the priest they can purchase an indulgence and they believed received divine forgiveness for those who fell behind in life it was a way to purchase a little extra credit, if you will. But Martin Luther, he wasn't having it. In what's now known as the 95 Theses, this professor of moral theology at the University of Wittenberg made a clear and compelling argument. This clear and compelling argument, for one, Luther viewed sincere repentance As an inward orientation, true remorse and contrition has to flow from the inside out, not from the outside in. Repentance and humility are not like accoutrements to be worn like jewelry, but rather these are inner spiritual habits that develop over time. Secondly, not only does God judge our inner faith, God is just and fair. Luther argued that God does not dole out forgiveness for those who can pay the most. Nor does God want people giving their money to subsidize overly lavish religious structures when it could be better spent helping those people who are in need. Indulgences were just another way to reward the most privileged while exploiting the most vulnerable. And so as legend has it, on the eve of All Souls Day, that that we're celebrating today, Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis to the door of All Saints Church. And in the process, Martin Luther commenced what we now refer to as the Protestant Reformation, an ecclesial protest and reform movement that changed the face of global Christianity. Luther's contention with the Christian church, my friends, is captured in today's gospel lesson. Jesus, Jesus is here teaching his disciples about the kingdom of God. And as quite often is the case, Jesus contrasts the values of the heavenly kingdom from the prevailing values of our worldly kingdom. So he says, first, be wary. Be wary of those who proclaim, do as I say, but not as I do. You see, their authority is cheap. It comes from their mouths, not from their deeds. Ah, disciples, it's easy to talk a good game. But it's always important to remember that well done is better than well said. But then Jesus turns to the point that really bothered Martin Luther. For the problem with indulgences was the way that it allowed people to pay to play. It reified the most prominent in society. People could purchase their piety. Religion religion became like a garment to possess rather than spiritual character to pursue. Faith then, was akin to something that we might robe ourselves in, like Louis Vuitton or Gucci. It acts as a mark of distinction from everybody else. And that's why Jesus gives an example of those who would uh, elongate their ritual phylacteries and elongate their fringes. Jesus, he's referring to the leather straps that would hold small boxes containing sacred scripture. Jesus, he's referring to the fringes that hung from their prayer shawls. And he's not critiquing their use in general, but he's critiquing those who would exaggerate and embellish for others to see. For they do all of their deeds, Jesus said, to be seen by others. And Jesus critiques those who always wanted the most prominent seat those who love to hear the sound of their name, those who want to model all of the markers of success. But Jesus has a message for his disciples. You can seek public affirmation and adulation from the outside in order to make you feel good on the inside. Yet God is calling you to live a life of faith and honor from the inside. And therefore, you don't have to worry about the outside. Don't worry about the trappings of success. Uh, Let me see if I can make this clear for you, Brother Bryce. Most of you in here are recent students or students now or recent graduates. Uh, Raise your hand if you like extra credit. Don't be ashamed, don't be embarrassed. I'm not a fan of extra credit. Let me tell you why. You see, as a professor, I consider it my job to encourage certain virtues and character traits. Intellectual virtues, moral virtues, virtues of habit and mind and body all constitute a well-rounded citizen. It's what the Greeks called paideia, broad-based and deep learning. And I want students to fall in love with knowledge for knowledge's sake. I want students to take pride in their writing. I want students, Professor Nasrallah, to view learning as a lifelong endeavor. You see, because education is not just about credentialization and professionalization. Education is about virtue. Education is more than having a degree on the wall. That's why my mother always says, if you take a fool and give a fool a degree, then all you have is a fool with a degree. (laughs) Education, it's inward orientation. It's an inward orientation toward life that focuses on the process not the destination. That's why I'm not a fan of extra credit because when a student asks me about extra credit, it means that they're already more worried about the end result than they are about their inner orientation. They're worried about the symbols of success and not the requisite skills that bring about success. For grades are the fruit I'm more concerned with the roots. Grades, statistics, win-loss records, and accolades, these are all external outcomes. These are indulgences, if you will. But you and I, we must learn how to privilege the inner character. It's been said the character is how we act when others aren't watching. In other words, character is what we do when we aren't seeking credit. Character, it's the culmination of our daily habits. For instance, what do we do with our time when the big assignment is not due? How do we treat people who we don't think can do anything for us? How do we approach our jobs when we aren't the ones in charge? How do we practice when we aren't the featured featured player? Fortunately, Jesus left us this valuable lesson. In God's kingdom, he says, the greatest among you is the one who serves all of you. The most respected is the most responsible. The most acclaimed is the most accountable. Service, responsibility, accountability. Not tomorrow, but today. Not when you arrive, not when you get accepted, not when your number is called, but right now. For it's our willingness to develop these inner habits of virtue, that when the pressure is not on us. If we develop these habits, then that will enable you and I to live lives that honor God when the pressure really does unfold. Service, responsibility, accountability. These aren't just leadership buzzwords. These are the qualities that separate good success from fleeting fame. So many of us, we look at look at so-called successful people and we think, that's what I want. I want my life to be just like that. I want that job. I want to be a winner. Well, it's easy to feel that way when we look at the outer trappings and the seeming benefits that success brings. But this is part of the problem. Too many think that when we gain power and position, people ought to serve us more. When the truth is, leadership, true leadership is just the opposite. The more prominent the position, the more people we must serve. The higher the profile, the greater the responsibility, the bigger the platform, the greater our accountability to others. Is this the reason why we see so many talented people crack under pressure? Is this why we see so many prominent personalities resort to self-preservation at all costs? Ask our president, if our only goal is to win, you may achieve your goal, but your success will be short-lived. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. But if you want good, long-lasting success, learn how to serve people and serve somebody else. For those who humble themselves shall be exalted. In the words of the African proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. This is Jesus's lesson to his disciples. This might be Jesus's lesson for us today. Our wealth, our prominence, our winning scores, our reputations are all meaningless in the eyes of the Lord. For There's no need to ask God for extra credit. For when we look at the outside, God can see who we are on the inside. This is why. Jesus' message is clear. Don't seek extra credit. Just sit down and be humble.